0: You're listening to a DM podcast. Hey! Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Likes. It is your host, Amy Gerard. I am just in the studio on my own today and I'm just going to do a little quick monologue. I'm going to fill you in on our wonderful four days that we have just spent up in Hamilton Island. So obviously... I'm going to put it out there and preface this with I reckon that most people that listen to this podcast follow me on the gram, but if not, um, a girlfriend of mine and her partner, they got married up on Hamilton Island over the weekend. The wedding was on Friday. Ryan and I flew up on the Thursday because there were some drinks beforehand and I just – I feel like there's going to be a lot of women out there who either – can relate to this or maybe they disagree but Ryan and I, I like with the three kids and both of us having busy jobs busy lives we tend to you know I obviously I always talk about us being passing ships and every now and again making time for each other but when I go away with Ryan whether it's you know a night away or a weekend away and it's just the two of us, it honestly, it makes me realise that there is still something there because Monday through to Friday when we're at home and we're just operating in, you know, our normal structure, so he's at work and I'm juggling the kids and I'm juggling, you know, all the different things that I do with work, we just bicker we bicker nonstop, and things we never have aggressive fights, but we're just at each other. We're like little chihuahuas. That, well, maybe that's just me. Or like everything he does pisses me off. He leaves a towel on the bed, and and I use humor, and obviously, you know, you gotta you gotta not turn a fly into an elephant. So a lot of the times we can, I can laugh it off, but I just like. It's that whole saying like, oh, you know, marriage is, you know, that one person who annoys the shit out of you but you can't live without. And sometimes when you don't get that break and you don't get that reprieve from, you know, the the monotony of life and what life is like with three kids. I can fully understand how marriages break down. Like I, I know some people who don't have any support and don't have any help and they have to really dig deep and, you know, find these tiny little pockets to prioritise their marriage. And it's just so important because honestly, you know, before we went away to Hamilton Island, Ryan had been in Paris for two weeks. He does a lot of travel for his work I resent him for a lot of it, but also I just, when I'm not resenting him, I kind of just, I just get on with it and I don't, I, I feel nothing almost. Like there's like, there's, what's that word when you're just void of emotion? Anyway, my whole point in this story is that we went away to Hamilton Island and we had three nights up there on our own. And I loved being in his company and, I loved spending time with him. We were us again. And I don't know if this is more prevalent for me in my relationship because I never had that those years with Ryan beforehand. You know, we got pregnant six months after meeting. So that honeymoon period or those, you know, those years that people tend to spend with their partner before, you know, getting married or even having children I never had that. We we kind of, you know, everything happens for a reason and we got pregnant after six months and, and then it became about the kids. It became about my pregnancies and then kid after kid after kid after kid and then work and moving. It's just we've never, those those precious years where it's just the two of you, for us they got cut short very quickly and I think that's why when I do go away with him, I'm just like, holy shit, like I really like this guy, like no wonder I had kids with him. All of a sudden I'm hitting him up for sex. You know, responsibility is removed and, you know, the the pressure of parenting isn't there and every now and again it's just us and we're affectionate and, you know, we're flirting with each other. (laughs) You know, it also coincided with his 40th, which I think was really special. Obviously, if anyone asked, I had thrown him a huge uh, party up in Hamilton Island, but the reality of that was we were there for a wedding. Um, The wedding actually fell on the day of his 40th. So it was really cool. We spent the morning, we got up and I'd, you know, given him a, a birthday card. He also bought himself a watch in Paris um i feel like that was a quite a nice 40th birthday gift there was some birthday sexing. I feel like that's a given. And then we spent the day down by the pool. We went out for breakfast. It was it was actually really, really nice. And then of course we had the wedding. And it was the first wedding that I have been to where there was a quite a considerable gap in between the ceremony and the reception. And at the first glance of the invite, I was a bit like, oh God, what are we? What do you do with yourself in that situation? I I remember going to a wedding, Jade and Lachlan's wedding, and there was a three-and-a-half-hour gap between reception and ceremony and they had put on drinks and there was no food. And so for three-and-a-half hours I just drank on an empty stomach. And so by the time we got into the reception, I mean, I don't even remember it. I don't remember the speeches. I think by the time the dance floor started I was doing Snow Angels on the floor and there was no snow. So there's a visual for you. I was horizontal by the time the dance floor started. Great wedding, great wedding. But um, it was just very slim memory of it. So I wanted to ensure that we, well, just not we, just mainly me, didn't make that same mistake. So after the ceremony, which was in this beautiful chapel up on One Tree Hill in Hamilton Island, we actually came back to the room took off our wedding outfits and went for a swim. And we went down to the beach and we went swimming. We had more birthday sex. We had a nap. Who does that in between a reception and a – who naps? We did. And then I did what – I felt like was quite a diva moment, but I had a costume change. I wore this beautiful pink and orange kind of mermaid fishtail tube dress, which I loved. But as I was walking into the chapel, I was like, this is, this is not going to work. Like uh, this is going to hold me back on the dance floor. And I have one mission at a wedding reception and that is to, Slaughter a dance floor, like it's a it's a non negotiable. As soon as the formalities are over and the and the dance floor starts, I'm on it, and I am cutting shapes. I, I I'm not even talking to anyone. I don't even care if anyone's up there with me. I just want to dance. It is my one true love, obviously, as well as my children and and my husband when I'm on holidays, but. I mean, I talk about it all the time, but I fucking love dancing. Anyway, I knew it wasn't going to be possible in this beautiful tube dress. And so I... I did the unthinkable, and I did a dress. I did a costume change, and I felt like Kim Kardashian. I had a lot of women write to me on Instagram, being like, "Yo, you've obviously never been to a Croatian wedding or a Maltese wedding. Apparently, this is very common. It's a very common occurrence. Sometimes there's even three dress changes. That's that's outrageous. Like it took me took me long enough to even find the first one. The only reason I even brought the second one was because I was going to use it for the pre-drinks the night before. Until I realized that everyone was going super cash. So had I I had not brought that dress, I would have been up shit creek. I would have been cutting the tube dress off at the knees so I could dance or pulling it up or who knows, I would have probably ended up just dancing in my Spanx in my bra. But I did a costume change and I, 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 went, as, I went as far as to even do a hair change. Now, I'll tell you what I did with my hair. If you are ever wanting to look the most snatched you have ever looked in your life, get people double-taking, thinking, wow, has she just been for a facelift? What you need to do is you need to get not one, not two, but three hair elastics. You're going to use at least half a can of hairspray on the top of your head. I want so much hairspray on your hair that you, it, it can essentially pass as a helmet, right? A, you, a car could hit you front on and your helmet head will break the force of that impact, Right. You're, you're rock hard. You're a ninja turtle almost. You've got a shell on your head. And then you're going to use hair, hair elastics and you are going to tie your hair so tight on your fa- on the top of your head that it actually sucks up all of your face skin and a little bit of your neck skin. You're going to get an, a, an ear lift as well, a nose lift. Like everything is going to be lifted and snatched. You've now got a fox eye. And that's what I did, ladies and gentlemen. I went from the tube skirt with the flowy hair into a dancing dress that had a a, probably an inappropriate high length split. And I'm almost certain everybody saw my undies, but also who cares? And with a snatched high ponytail and I'm sure people thought that Ryan had taken a second date although you know what I just realized Ryan also had a costume change oh my god he's um I don't want to say he's Kanye West I was going to say he's Kim Kardashian's husband but they're not together anymore I don't know he's one of the he's a reality tv star that does that or he's just someone going to a Croatian wedding but we were attending a wedding on Hamilton Island and we felt like divas but everyone else did it So that was my little recap of Hamilton Island. The wedding was sensational. It was at a place called the Beach Club. So as they were walking into their wedding, you had the beautiful sound of the waves lapping the shore. Sensational. Steph and Dean also had their three kids there, which was so cute. They came to the ceremony, which was adorable, and then after the ceremony, they came to the reception for like the first, I think, half an hour. They all walked in together. They had a little boogie on the dance floor, and then they left. And it was, I was very emotional, probably because I miss my kids. Because it life, like motherhood, is just life's biggest paradox. I I was craving a break, and then. By day two I was like I, I miss my babies and I want to be home with them and thank God for FaceTime. Like I could never just go three nights without speaking to my kids or seeing them. Now that, um, Bobby and Charlie both have Facebook kids messenger. I mean, it's a little bit of a blessing and a curse. Bobby likes to call me at least 45 times a day, which is adorable. Sometimes he just walks me around the house with him. I end up just hanging up on him and then waiting for the next phone call. But I spoke to them a lot and I did. I, I, I just, I miss my kids. I, my kids drive me insane. But even when they're at school and I drop Kobe at preschool, I find myself not being able to wait to pick them up, like even though they've been gone for six hours. I am such a schmuck. What is wrong with me? I'm a sucker for punishment. Then I get them home and shit gets crazy and they're all yelling at me. And I'm like, why did I miss them so much? Um, But I feel like that is just motherhood basically wrapped up in a paragraph there. It is truly life's biggest paradox, but no. We had a beautiful time away and we really did reconnect. And, you know, there's this proverb, I think it's this Chinese proverb, and they talk about the invisible red string. And it's like when two people get married, it's like they link the red string up. And, you know, with all of the things that life throws at you, parenting, work, you know, partners being away, social lives, like it's so easy for that red string to disconnect and stuff but every now and again, you know, and I I do have the privilege of having, you know, two capable parents who, you know, want to look after my children and love spending time with them so that's not lost on me but if you do have the opportunity to just get away even just for a night like i find that sometimes all ryan and i sometimes need is you know 24 hours with each other bit of hand holding on the beach walk to dinner have an actual conversation put your phones away it's nice it makes me realize oh like yeah that's why we you know had three children and got married and I don't know, He's. it's like we're a different people when we're on holidays, which, I mean, it makes total sense. But we were very much in love and then we got home last night and we punched on over dinner and school lunches and – when I say punched on, I just mean verbally, like he got on my nerves and I got on his nerves and, and then he hit me up and I was like, oh, piss off in my head. I was like, I put out plenty on the weekends so we're good for at least a week here. So there's that. What I was going to say though, when I started this podcast, when people were like, I think you'll either relate or not, one of my other girlfriends has just got back from holidays. Oh, no, actually no. Now I know why it's different. She said all her and her husband did on holidays was fight and bicker. But that's because they went away with the kids. So maybe it was that. I do think, you know, I do think that is our saving grace. I would be concerned if Ryan and I, all we did was bicker all day long and get on each other's nerves and then we went away together without the kids and just had each other and still didn't get along. That would be maybe a red flag for me and I'd be like, hey, what's let's chat about this dynamic. Um, can't stand you. So, you know, uh, just just is there things that need to shift in our marriage and our relationship, but yeah, it was good. I highly recommend it. Even if it's once or twice a year, lock in some time with your lover, even if you don't feel like doing it, you'll probably like him afterwards. All right, I am going to love you and leave you guys. If you are coming to my event on the 18th of November, oh my God, you are in for a treat. I won't be wearing a tube dress. I'll probably have the thigh high split. Be prepared to see my undies, all right? I'll probably, hopefully I get to see yours. That's how much aggressive dancing I hope we're all doing. There's bongo drums. Things are getting locked in left, right and center. I'm so excited. I might even put myself on a drinking ban until the 18th of November just so I can myself a new one um, but if you haven't got tickets I think there's like maybe 13 left please jump on the website and buy tickets you will not regret it you are going to have the best time and there's so many goodies in the goodie bags too so get involved I'm gonna love you and leave you thank you so much for joining me mwah! I love you guys and I'll chat with you next week mwah, mwah, mwah.